Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 143. Oh, case 143. Oh, how about you? <laughs> it's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so it's time for our very first segment, Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. So all members of BTS have renewed their contracts with Hybe and Big Hit Music beyond 2025. Also, Sugar enlisted on the 22nd, I believe. He will be... He will, sorry, he will complete basic military training and then he will serve as a public worker. I don't think the renewing thing is a big like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I feel like it makes, it makes sense. Yeah, because they, they have ha- like all the 2025 plans and everything. Exactly, like, yeah. and they seem happy there. They seem to, you know, they're all able to do their own separate things and then come back together. So, you know, from the outside anyway, from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem like they're creativity is being suppressed or whatever so not surprising there moving on jyp entertainment announces that hyunjin lino and sungmin or Eno, sorry um were recently involved in a minor car accident fortunately all members and staff are safe and without any serious injuries um Eno, um hyunjin's participation in milan milan can't speak today. You know, oh, Lino and Hyunjin's participation in Milan Fashion Week and Songmin's birthday live have been cancelled. The group's performance at the Global Citizens Festival will be replaced with a performance by the unit Sriracha. So, luckily, the other members can, you know, still perform at the festival. I think it's gone now. That festival yeah, wasn't that sure. for like I, the I think it's global. Lost. Like the global citizen, yeah, global, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I saw this clip of I want to call her an auntie, like this woman, <laughs> white woman, and she she seemed she had no idea what's going on, but she was loving it. I and know what you're talking like she, she was like on like a patch of grass and like she was just having a good yes. time. Yeah, <laughs> she was having a good time. The fingers were pointing, the body was swaying, and I'm here for it. <laughs> so, um, luckily. Um, no major injuries so they can just rest up and hopefully they recover soon and and they're not too traumatized because that's a really scary thing even when you're in a minor thing like even when you're in a car and you know it's like icy or whatever or even when it's raining and the car like jolts a bit even that sometimes that can humble you Mm. (laughs) sometimes like you know what let's continue this ride without any music and let's reflect (laughs) 
what's happened so yeah hopefully they are they will be fine they'll be okay um blackpink's rose has renewed her contract with yg entertainment jisoo jenny and lisa are still in discussions with yg entertainment about their contracts and a separately but together strategy um is to move in place other than yg entertainment but um, they continue to engage in Blackpink's activities. So basically, according to these reports, everyone's looking to be housed elsewhere, but they're looking for ways where maybe their store, their group activities, is managed by YG, or they could, excuse me, or they could figure a way to basically still continue as Blackpink, but they won't be under the same agency. Is what mm-hmm. I gathered from that. YG Entertainment released a statement denying all these reports and saying that nothing has been confirmed and they're in the midst of negotiations. And then later on in that same week, last week, um, News One reported that both Blackpink's Jenny and Jisoo have formed their own agencies to focus on their own individual activities. And again, they're still trying to figure out a way where they can work together as Blackpink under YG Entertainment, but then YG Entertainment comes out quite quickly actually and says, There's no confirmation confirmation actually. <laughs> um we're still discussing. So I don't know. I think the quickness that statement came out after the report, I can't remember how quick it was, but I want to say it was like no later than an hour. It was like very quick. Um mm-hmm. it's showing that I don't know it's, it seems like YG is kind of panicking because I don't think they saw this in a sense even though I feel like everyone else can see it but I feel like YG Entertainment are in their delusional area era where they're just like we're YG Entertainment we made you like of course you're gonna stay here but they're like mm, yeah but we kind of want to do other things we feel suppressed in other areas so maybe we'll just do the black pink thing under you guys but we're gonna go off and do our own thing that's what I think is happening in, in those rooms anyway. And then with more YG news, Baby Monster's debut has been delayed to improve the quality, whatever that means. I think right now they're scrambling with Blackpink. I don't think, yeah, as I think I, I can't speak. As I think, I don't think they thought... That's a lot of thinks and thoughts. <laughs> I don't think they thought the negotiations would take this long or would be as complicated. Because as I said, I think they're in their delusional era. Yeah, but I, I think, think as I... A few people yeah, speculating... Sorry, I've seen a few things pop up where people speculating that the delay could be off the back of Blackpink's negotiations. But also, I don't remember the member's name, but I saw that someone had said that one of the members hadn't been in a lot of like recent content. So mm, yeah, it could be well. then because they need to rejig things. So yeah, so I don't know, but I feel like YG has been delusional for a while in the sense of, and I think I said this last week or maybe the week before, but I don't understand why it seemed like YG put all their eggs in Blackpink's basket. They weren't giving, and again, they still didn't even really give Blackpink that much energy if we really deep it. I feel like they were lucky with Blackpink in a sense of Blinks were, you know, will ride and die, ride or die for them. And I'm not saying that their content's terrible or bad or nothing. I feel like the content that they put out was great and luckily it's captured 
a, a lot of people have liked it, if that makes sense, in whether that's like domestically or internationally. But yeah, I just feel like in terms of what's going on with Treasure, what's going on, Winner is away. Like, I think they're still, are they in military? Are they all in military? I don't know. I can't even remember at this point. You know when you really have to sit down and think, who is still under YG? Not the black label, <laughs> like YG. Who is still there? Because they can't rely on Big Bang anymore. Because I, on, I'm, I'm sorry, VIPs, we 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 gotta let that go. That's not happening. They're not coming back. <laughs> They're not coming back. Um, I don't know what G Dragon's doing. Taeyang was already doing his thing, and he wants to be a family man. Respectfully, I get it. So it's like. Big Bang were the heavy hitters and they've kind of passed the torch to Blackpink. Blackpink, you know, there's, they're in negotiation mode. Who's the, and obviously Treasure's there, but they're still rookies. And again, I feel like they're not, this is just from my perspective, I feel like they're not being pushed that much. Other than Treasure, who's there? Who's under YG? Like a serious question that I'm not trying to be shady. Who is under YG without Googling? Who comes to mind when you would say YG? That's not Blackpink. That's not Big Bang. And that's not Treasure. And Winner is all... Where are they? I know. I'm sure YG has something up their sleeve. But it is, like, I guess outside looking in it, it Mm. does seem, like, a bit odd. Yeah. No, no. I feel like they've dropped the ball on this one. I don't know what's... Well, they've been through a lot, I'm not going to lie, as a company. Mm. um, In terms of changing CEOs and all that scandal, drama, whatever. But yeah, I, I don't know. Me personally, I feel like obviously I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know how to run a big multi million company with loads of employees and gr- I'm I'm lying. I'm in my delusional era. But I'm just thinking, for example, running this podcast or whatever and I feel like things are hitting the fan. I'll have I don't know, I would have this urgency to feel like okay not to over like kind of overcompensate if that makes sense so mm-hmm. i don't know maybe for some random reason i'm really I'm, I'm always on tiktok all the time or i'm always pushing this certain content or you know i'm repurposing content from old episodes like oh this clip was fun do you know what i mean like i'd be like trying to still if there's like something happening in-house where we can't record or whatever but i don't know i feel like but even you, Shay, I feel like we'll still be, like, discussing things. Like, okay, what can we do so it's a thing where we haven't disappeared for so long or we're not just relying on a new episode to and come out? something or even, yeah. like, you know, the cheeky route. And this might be ignorant sakes. I haven't heavily followed them, so I don't know mm-hmm. how they've been primed in terms of, like, Baby Monster. But um, even, like, we've seen with previous group debuts where they prime an upcoming group within yes. like another group's activities you could easily have like maybe one of the girls pop up in a black pink mv or something just to keep people excited yeah. and buzzing and it makes the transition a bit more seamless yeah because jenny was in black- a lot of things prior to debut exactly but I, that's what I, that's what i'm saying i feel like yg have dropped the ball in the sense of all their eggs have been in one basket and even that basket you know we could still complain like People have always been like, okay, what's what's next for Blackpink? Like, they're still like they still get criticised for the not even just like the amount of comebacks, but like the comebacks that they do have, and then their album. Could you really consider that an album and stuff like that? Do you know what I mean? Even though they they are successful and they do perform well, so I don't know. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let us know what you guys think about the whole Blackpink situation do you think they're gonna stay with YG do you think they're gonna part ways 
because to be honest even if you know they do part ways and they go under they do their own separate things to be honest i think some blinks have said this you'll probably get more content even though they're doing separate things you probably get more content than you ever had when they were together and then i feel like because why do you have kind of primed blinks to wait like a year or two for a group activity to happen so when it does happen whether that does take a year into them settling into things or two it's not going to seem that much out of the blue because that's the rate that their fans are used to getting content anyway so it's like a (laughs) win-win but anyway yeah let us know what you guys think on any of the stories that we comment on and that is hot topics hot hot topics when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If there's any stories, as I said, you want to comment on, or if you want to comment on any story on on any stories, make sure you hit us up on socials at you. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? We send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea. You can send that all to howyoutea at gmail.com. That's howyoutea at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash howyouatchu. So Shay, take it away. Okay, our very first unpopular opinion for today is, I have no idea how to say this group's name. I love Extraordinary extraordinary heroes i think it's just extraordinary extraordinary okay i love extraordinary heroes and they are so talented and deserve way more recognition but i can't help but think that jyp made them to replace day six i think with extraordinary heroes and day six the only thing that they have in common is that they play instruments and that they're a band other than that their music is very different i don't think they're similar in any shape or form but I don't know why JYP does this because I just feel like JYP as a company doesn't know how to promote bands like even though day six they had their popular moment I feel like they didn't I feel like they had more to go that makes sense Mm. compared to like other groups under their label and and I think with day six as well I think a lot of the heavy pushing whether you want to agree with it or not, was to do with the do with the fact that Jay, when he was with Day Six, was a very strong personality at the time, and because he was doing a lot of things, and especially on the international side, in the sense of a lot of people found him funny and enjoyed what he was doing, that helped Day Six. It helped introduce people to Day Six as well. And so I don't really think it had anything to do with the company side. But yeah, I, I just feel like JYP doesn't know what to do when it comes to bands. Like, they like the idea of it. But then I just feel like it's the execution. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I I haven't followed Extraordinary Heroes closely. I do, I feel like I remember when their debut was happening and it was quite anticipated by a lot of fans. Um, I don't know how it was received in Korea, but I know internationally a lot of people are really excited. 
I, from what I've seen, like you said, I think the only connection is that they, they both seem to be in the live band space in terms of the correlation between them and Day6. Mm. Would I say that they deserve more recognition? Once again, I don't heavily follow them, but I guess if they were being pushed a bit more, they would probably be on my feed. So probably. Um, I don't know if the thought process was to replace mm. Day6. It, it could have been a strategic thing of, okay, Day6 isn't that active anymore, so there is this gap in the market for another live boy band situation i i don't know and i guess for somewhat of a niche act because i know a lot of the world korea and outside of korea are still like warming up to the not warming up but a live boy band isn't like the most popular act that everyone would go for so i think that perhaps jyp's had a lot going on like in terms of comebacks and other debuts so perhaps they were just overshadowed by other things in general not just day six yeah so i guess that's our two cents on that our next unpopular opinion is i personally feel like the top six boy groups of all time are big bang shiny exo bts 17 and nct like boy groups globally or k-pop just within k-pop i guess k-pop because I was like, if you're saying globally, I'm going to have to disagree. Because <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I would love to know what you... Not that I agree or disagree with these suggestions. But I would want to know what the criteria is. Because you know before you give out Best Artist Award, there's a criteria. There's a list that certain things they have to hit. Whether that's number of votes. Whether that's sales whether that's vocals visuals so yeah i would want to know what you're basing it on yeah like what sort of criteria is being used and this isn't once like this isn't in any way trying to like disagree with the list i haven't actually processed it yet but it would be interesting it's a lot of process is it it based on like impact is it based on sales like you said so Mm. and obviously the all the groups on this list have done extraordinarily well so let's let's go through it. So let's let's start with what you said, impact. So if we start with Big Bang, we'll see Big Bang, they've had a lot of impact within the K-pop space. They were the first what group with light sticks. I think they were one of the first I could be wrong, but I wanna say like they were the first in terms of having members colour their hair crazy colours, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think I might be making that up. But I feel like I saw that somewhere. I don't know. Big Bang's done a lot. Shiny, obviously Shiny, they are the ones that started the whole dance practice movement kind of thing. Um, shiny will always be kings. All hell Shiny. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's not biased. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, I feel like Shiny's done so much. You know when you just had to deep how much they've done? Yeah. And then your brain just like stops working because I don't have the terabytes for that. So, um, but yeah, that's Chinese, the first. Chinese been around for a minute. Oh, they've been around, and I feel like they're they are one of the only groups. I feel like every time they've come back in a in a new era and a different generation to their own, they're still able to hold their own, and they're still able mm. to attract new people and it doesn't come across gimmicky it doesn't come across like i'm trying to stay young and hip but i'm trying to do what everyone else is doing because 
they're still shiny. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like, and this is no disrespect to older groups, like so, some groups will come back and they will try and do a, do a thing and it's like, ah, uh, you're making me see you like an uncle and you're not. It's because you're trying too hard. Like, you're not, you don't have to. You're blah, blah, blah. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I feel like Shiny does that well. EXO. EXO. I feel like impact. I'm, I'm trying to think impact-wise. Like, what have EXO? This pause seems very shady. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not inputting it. I'm just trying to, like, hear all of your thoughts and then... I no, but please, if you think of something, jump in, jump in. But, um... I'm like, but I'm not trying to go on, the, go ahead. I'm just gonna say, I'm probably like the worst K pop encyclopedia, but at least for me, mm. EXO feels very impactful because they were like one of my first groups and mm. I feel like they were just doing so much. Like, I don't know if they were one of the first, but obviously, like, they would go to like all the huge like domes in like Japan and all around Asia and like they'd done a lot of things. I think impact wise, I think even though it wasn't, I in my eyes, I don't, I didn't see the point. I think. They were successful in a sense of doing the whole split, promoting Korea, promoting China thing, where it worked. Where it, it kind of, I still hated the idea of it, but it, <laughs> but I, I guess, I don't know why, but I feel like SM really want, like they try to push this on a lot of groups, especially groups with big numbers, where they're like, yeah, we're going to have a Chinese unit or we're going to have this unit we're gonna do xyz and it's like but only these these members are gonna only do it here and these members are gonna do it here and it's like why but it's like okay sure um (laughs) yeah so there's that um bts bts you could just say bts and everyone would just go yep (laughs) that's the impact bts yep what haven't they done at this point that's that's what we need to what haven't they done BTS, yes. I don't even need to go into it. BTS, yes. Um, 17. Actually, I just remembered, sorry. Yes, go ahead. So, I think they've, like, I don't know if this is just unique to them, but I know they've had, like, some sort of record of winning, like, over 100 music programs. Um, And they also, like, received some sort of, like, acknowledgement award from, like, the Prime Minister or something of somewhere. So, they've, they've done some things. Okay. Fair. 17. See, with me and Seventeen, <laughs> I was around for their debut. Like, I was there when they were born. And I I was, like, fairly into them. I wasn't. But I think because I was, like, so preoccupied with, like, EXO and how many members are there, I would just, like, casually hear a song here and there. I know they've done some wonderful things. And they're a really diverse and talented group. So... I know, I know they've done some things, but I couldn't tell you. That yeah. sounds terrible. Like, I couldn't tell you what. Yeah, this is not shade, by the way, guys. I honestly, I'm in the same boat when it comes to Seventeen. Obviously, I know of their existence. I know their, I know, I feel like I know quite a lot of their songs. Like, But um, I can't pinpoint. And right now, we're just talking about impacts. Like, we're not talking about anything else in terms of something that they've done that's kind of had like a butterfly effect with other groups later on or do you know what I mean so I don't know NCT with their 5,000 units again it's an SM thing I don't know (laughs) 
I don't know why. But, statistically, um, and this is coming from someone who absolutely loves NCT, statistically, they must have done something. <laughs> there's a lot of people. But um, I think in the general sense, NCT was like SM's like third time lucky. Like it worked that third time because obviously that was a formula that they had tried previously mm-hmm. with... I think Super Junior maybe. Oh, no, they like, retried it. Yeah, junior. so they tried a Super Junior. They tried like the whole subunit thing with EXO. It 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 did work with EXO, but because of like internal issues and other scandals, that really broke down. Mm. And then I think with NCT, we saw it work well. And on paper, like it shouldn't work. Like there's so many people, <laughs> there's so many different things, but it works really well. So if anything, I would give them that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of vocally, Big Bang, a song, that voice, child, that man can sing. I promise this isn't, like, shady. Like, I hope this can just be even a learning experience for me. But I can't think of what Daesung's voice sounds like. For some reason, I have no idea why. Well, that's rude, and you're banned <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> like, maybe I need to go back and listen. He would do all, like, the, the big, powerful notes. He would be the one that would come up with ballads and stuff. Even though Taeyang would as well. Not like Taeyang's my baby. Yeah, I think I just need a little refresher because even they song was so so talented. Is so when I say was, God forbid, um, is <laughs> so talented. Like he plays so many instruments as well. I think the same with most of them. To be fair, um, mm. they could have been a band. Why don't they have like a? Why didn't they have a moment where they had a a, a a band moment? I know they had like you know the odd like pop rocky songs or whatever, but wouldn't it would have been cool if I don't know if anyone any of them play like guitar or electric guitar? I know Daesung plays the drums. I think Taeyang plays the drums as well. Um, mm. It would have been cool to have a little era band era. Um, shine. Do we need to watch Shiny? Let's be real. Like. Everyone in SM can sing. Let's just say that. For real. Like, the, the Tame and Glow Up alone. Just the Tame and Glow Up. Ridiculous. Jong Hyun's voice. Are you dumb? Mm. Onyu's voice. Are you dumb? Let's not even sleep on Minho, you know. Because sometimes he'll sing a little two, little two, three lines. You're like, oh, is that you? <laughs> okay, I'll see, I'll see you. I'll see you. Um, EXO, Dio, Chen, and Baekhyun. Okay, they're all disgusting. <laughs> I'm praying my shoes. Oh my god! A little side note: I don't know if he's having a comeback, but all of the Dio content that we're getting, yes. Don't, don't, I, can I just say, doesn't he seem like happier? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all realness, everyone's like sort of saying that. Not necessarily like he wasn't happy before, but he's like come out of his shell a lot. Yeah, like he's bit. willing to share. Like, exactly. Do you know what I mean? He, it's not like before Dio gave me the vibe of, okay, it's nine o'clock. I'm clocking in. I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to do my work. I'm going to sing. Whoa. Okay, 3 p.m. Don't talk to me. 5 p.m. Don't talk to me. I'm clocking out. I'm going to bed. Yeah, he's definitely brighter and and I, I it might be wrong to say happier. I, I, he never gave off the, the yeah, vibe of not, not that being he was happy. unhappy, but he just gives me like. I'm here to work, and then that's it. Like you're not getting nothing from me. Maybe, but the now it's just like out like his inner extrovert. I yeah, guess. it's kind of like now. Oh, I don't mind going 
for after work drinks. <laughs> it's that kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so oh. I love that for him. Um, yeah, but I feel like, as you said, it's the SM thing. I feel like most people in SM can sing because I don't know why I went. You know when Kai um, had his debut? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know Kai can sing. I'm like, do you guys listen to the albums? Do you guys, didn't you guys listen to, what's that song? Um, oh, it's in my head. What is the title of that song? History. Exo History. I swear Kai had one or two lines in there. I swear wow. he did the listen. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> he was singing, okay? Okay, it was two lines, but I don't know why y'all are surprised. Chanyo can sing as well. That, that was surprising for some people. Honestly, I would be so terrified to audition for SM because I feel like you got to be pretty and be able to sing like Mariah Carey to get into that company. <laughs> Or it's just not happening. All right. We could be here all day with EXO, but EXO, we, we, we heart you. BTS, Jungkook. I love Jungkook's voice. I feel like I like his voice the most out of everyone, like singing-wise. I think the interesting thing for me with BTS, they obviously like have a wonderful vocal line, and even the team that isn't like technically part of the vocal line can hold their own. Mm-hmm. But they, I don't know, I feel like with other groups, there are... I don't know how to explain it, like def- like default singers, like a singer that could do anything. And this isn't saying BTS members can't, but they have very unique voices. They're mm. like, they're diverse. They can do lots of different things. But I feel like what's so interesting with them is that they have very interesting and unique tones, mm. which in, in other contexts, you might think, oh, like that person with that kind of tone would just be an add-on to like maybe the more, I don't know if I'm making any sense. I know, but, I know what you mean. I know. But I, know I feel like mean. some other groups or acts have like a very like not generic but a a a, a regular tone. Whereas I feel like mm. BTS members have like very unique tones. Yeah. Like if Jimin starts singing, you know it's Jimin. Even with Jungkook, you know it's yeah, him. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So I've always found found that so fascinating about them. Like mm. how identifiable their tone is. Yeah, so I I agree mm. with that. I feel like they have a unique tone, especially um V's when he when he uses lower register. Mm, exactly. Like it isn't just like oh he sings he sings low. It's just like no that's V. So um yeah they have a unique unique vocal tone. I'm seventeen. Seventeen can sing, you know. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to say like you know like you, you don't know this. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where to start with Seventeen, you know. But I feel like... I feel like with Seventeen's vocals, mm. they're, like, so refreshing. Mm. Like, I don't... Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in Bigger Than Ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Whenever I listen to a 17 song, I'm like, oh, like it feels like a glass of cold water. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> the no, songs usually you. feel like really refreshing, which is yes. interesting. And I feel like with 17, with their songs, like they can inject power into their songs, but mm. it, it's not too much. It doesn't like overpower the whole song like sometimes i feel like with certain 
like groups and certain songs yeah you have a strong singer but they don't need to scream all over the song like yeah. we get it john you can sing but you don't need to sing all over this <laughs> um do you know what i mean um yeah it's like too much sauce <laughs> but i think and and that's something that could like should be highly praised especially when a group has a lot of members mm. and there's maybe like a few people that take up that vocal position the fact that the songs don't feel like congested or overwhelming yeah. like you're still able to achieve that nice balance i agree i agree so yeah nct Hitchard, Jonghyun, who else? Who else? Who's Never who's got the vocals? Do Young. Oh, let's not talk. Kale, uh, let's. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, immaculate. Oh, plus twenty five because you know how many members they got, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but they they and again with them, like even. You could say the same thing, even if they're not part of the vocal line. They can all kind of hold their own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like that's an SM thing. And once well. again, it doesn't feel congested. Even though there's like 101 Dalmatians, it doesn't feel congested. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, if we talk about dance, Big Bang. I'm sorry, you got to sit this one out. <laughs> you got to sit this one out. Um, they weren't dancing like that. Of course, like also you have Taeyang. Taeyang's a dancer, but yeah, I don't think they needed it to be honest. They didn't need it, and I yeah. think I think that's a, a strength in itself. Like sometimes every group doesn't need everything, and I think that's what um, some companies need to learn now. Like not every group needs a rapper either. Let's so let's 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 not. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's let, let's look at their strength. Like yeah, they. They they did what needed to be done, but and this isn't saying that they can't dance because they definitely yeah, have course. strong dancers in the group. But they didn't need it. Like I feel like that coolness and like just keep the stage alive and utilizing the stage worked for them. I would exactly. I feel like it would throw me off if all the big bangs started doing like busting out a choreography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, child, what is this? What is going on? This is and they had a white refrigerator. <laughs> They get up. <laughs> and everyone was looking at us confused, like, but they're dancing really well. I was like, yeah, but no. Like, I don't like necessary. it. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Um, Shiny, the kings yes. of synchronization. But I feel like you could say the same with 17. I think Shiny and 17, they they have this, the, the, the synchronization. If you look up that word in a the dictionary, they will be there. Their faces will be there because... Mm. They're the yes. kings of it. And it's very impressive very. for Shiny to, to still have the same level of oomph and power and synchronicity in the longevity of their career. <laughs> and then it's so impressed with 17 with their 600 members as well. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they were on that like one show where they literally lined up and you could not, unless you knew what was going on, you couldn't tell that there were other people behind the first member. Yes. Like, yes. So impressive. Yes, and to be to I'm talking about impact in terms of seventeen. I think personally, because they were so good at doing all like you know those relay challenges or those dance challenges on those variety shows, I feel like that kind of made everyone 
take those challenges, even if they were messing around it. This is this is just what they do. Mm. I feel like it made them made other groups want to take those challenges a bit more seriously. Because then you see, like now, that's why I feel like sometimes variety shows are not that fun anymore because everyone's like trying to be too good. Like I miss the groups that are like, is this our song? I don't know what the choreography for this is. <laughs> what is my part? Oh, I don't know I, this part. I don't song. know if they still do it, but I miss the way boy group members would go all out for girl group choreography. Mm. I miss that so much. But um, yeah, I feel no, like it's just just amazing. it's just key that doesn't now. It's just key. <laughs> I don't know how key yeah retains all this information because a song <laughs> could come out two hours ago and he'd be like, oh, He's I know it, it. One and two. And three. I'm like, chat how? <laughs> And he still knows his own. <laughs> I'm so done. And I, and I don't know if this would be accurate to say, because I know some other groups done it, but I think one of the impactful things that Seventeen done, especially in like their pre-debut days, was mm. like they would have those vlogs or short videos that would come out, which weren't just them training. It would just be like them messing around or the most out-of-pocket stuff. Mm. And I think that was quite fresh. I think... Back then, we more so would get like the practice videos or maybe like a short profile video on each member. Mm. But those 17 like pre debut videos were a different breed. Yeah, um, and I think B- BTS as well. They, they definitely pre debut stuff. They were on it like a car bonnet. We have to praise BTS in a sense of, in terms of impact, in terms of the social media game. Mm. They, they really. They really show y'all how, how it's done, how they do it. Do you know what I mean? So there's that as well. Yeah, um, they were definitely a huge pioneer for like that group fan interaction. Yes, and, yes, yeah. from very early. Um, back to dance, NCT. Yes. <laughs> NCT, like, once again, love them, but they are so annoying. It's giving like, I'm rich, I'm skinny, I'm blonde. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you have everything. That's it. Well, rap. We just do rap last. Um, uh, Big Bang, obviously the hair, T.O.P., the hair, G-Dragon, they did their thing. You know, they, they brought the swagger, the swag to the, the K-pop sphere. Lyric-wise, it can be hit and miss. Look over there. It can be hit and miss. I, I'm a VIP edit, by the way, so people don't <laughs> even try it. Like, I'm being realistic, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, from the outside and um, before like you know you look into translations you're like oh yeah this is this is it and then compared to what everything what was going on at the time that was top tier do you know what I mean mm, it's like yeah, it was ahead of its time yeah. it was ahead of its time but and I think the sh- interesting thing sorry to cut yeah, go ahead. just come to mind the interesting from uh, thing with Big Bang as far as I remember because I didn't heavily heavily follow them but if you got into the space you, you knew of them and when they were having a comeback and whatnot but they also very much so kept their sound like they Mm -hmm. never went into like I don't know like you know the way and this isn't comparing or an insult but you know the way BTS in the early days they had like this very like hip-hop persona Mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily like integral to them or their sound it was just a concept that they were sort of tapping into as far as I can remember Big Bang like if they were rapping it just sounded like them it didn't feel like a forced like hip-hop vibe or oh they had a forced hip-hop vibe. did they but, okay maybe I but but know. i f- no, but it it felt authentic to them but if you go back <laughs> like, like the struggle felt real <laughs> <laughs> no i feel like you could view the struggle but in their eyes they thought like they were doing something 
okay. That sounds that sounds very shady. <laughs> I'm not trying to be shady, guys. But um, I I, I know what you mean though. Okay. I know I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Shiny, we're not gonna talk about rap. I'm sorry, babe. Who raps in shiny? It's meant to be Minho. Come on. <gasps> yeah, that but- polite little man is meant to be. He's the one that did all the rapping. Well, if you could call it that. Like, give me a few lines of the Minho rap, please. I can't I'm think. To, I'm trying to th- oh, put me on the spot now. Um, he was definitely. Hang on, I'm trying to think. What I can think is dippy dippy. This my name is Minho, <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> it was a thing. I swear, I promise. I don't know now. But that's what I mean. <laughs> Wait, I've just googled it. There's like a compilation of like best. Minho raps. None of them were the best. Let's be real. No, I don't know why they did that to this poor man. Like, I don't know why. So we're just not going to talk about it, okay? We love you, shiny. Moving on. EXO. <laughs> Another person we're not going to talk about. I don't know why they made certain rap. Or Never don't rap. mind about a thing. I Oh, no. It's terrible. I feel like it's an SM. I'm really, it's, it's SM's fault. I don't know why they did this to you. Chanyeol... He had hits and misses. Like sometimes, like okay, but even sometimes it's still like. Ugh. I feel like SM only got the rap thing right when they introduced NCT, and it's like, okay, this is good. Before then, it was like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> beautiful gowns. I like the it's beat. Like, I like the beat. I like the beat. Um, <laughs> BTS. Do we need? No, we don't need to go into that. They're, they're BTS. <laughs> Hmm. 17 17 maps again i feel like for me personally i feel over the years they've got better but for me and again i don't follow 17 heavy like that so you know you could show us receipts and say actually they've been doing this i feel like with them it's hit and miss but i feel like their hit and miss is not the same as sm hit and miss yeah, maybe I don't what you're I, like referring to is like maybe them like growing and as they grew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't get like a cringe factor. Like I, don't, I don't think I have like a cringe factor with Seventeen. And they've got like a few nice like different styles on the group. Like I'm just thinking yeah. to some songs because like Vernon's style is like very different from some of the other members, which I mm. think is like a nice contrast. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's everyone, isn't it? We've covered everyone. That's that. Full class. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, no offence to the A2K, aka Vicha girls, but their debut felt too soon. I think that they are all best talent and had a wonderful debut, but I can't help but notice that they are still... I think they were meant to say lacking in a lot of areas that should have been developed prior to a debut. And it makes me so uncomfortable that uncomfortable that, that one of the members, Kaylee, is literally 12 slash 13. And I've seen comments of literal adults saying that she is their bias. I promise I'm not a hater. I'm just a bit disappointed and concerned. Lastly, I would love to know bo- what both of you think about their debut song Y.O. Universe. Okay. Um, in terms of their debut, I think I saw a clip of them performing, I think more like a music show, music bank show. Okay, wait, before I go into this, let me ask you a question, Shay, because you might know a bit more than me. 
with this girl with was it Vicha, right? Um JYP, why? Why did you name them this? Um but anyway. Um I think I actually had like I feel like I I hope I'm not incorrect. I feel like I saw a clip where he had them in a boardroom and he like told them what the name would be and it relates to like either like a Korean word that means like illuminate or something like that. But yeah, go ahead with your question. Okay. Um sure. Um <laughs> What was the what was the premise of this? What's the premise of this group or what's the premise of the show? Are they meant to be like just like a global group, global K-pop group? Like what's what was what's the vibe? What's, what what was the point? So as far as I can remember, and I'm apologies if I'm wrong to any fans of the show, but the premise was the Korea and um, the K-pop system hugely successful. There's amazing talent in the West as well. So this was meant to be a project to bridge. Um, Korea and America and create this girl group um, which I think was a global girl group but I guess a similar way to XG and that sort of model in that they would be put through the K-pop system and promoting Korea and that sort of thing because I think other than oh I could be wrong other than Kaylee I think she's the only one that speaks Korean so everyone is like English speaking and American for the Mm. most part and the premise was hold auditions, find new raw talent, pick the final members, they'll get trained, and then there's a debut at the end of it, and they will debut and be promoted predominantly in Korea. Now, okay. where I think things are feeling a little bit disjointed is that I I stopped watching the episodes, I think, I don't know what round it would have been, but I didn't watch it till the end, but... I think it felt fast for people because the show literally just finished and then they had like their first debut stage and mm. everything, I dare I say, within the space of like a week. Mm. So it felt fast in a sense that I think even when people go on like Produce 101, there's usually like an interim where like they're quiet for a bit and there's like um, promotion that or something's coming it feels like there's a longer gap oh, okay, that people are used to because usually it's like oh the show ends and people are like still in the height of all those emotions then there's a bit of a gap where there's like teaser promotions about this new group then they have their debut stage whereas mm. with them the show finished they had their debut stage and like I guess people still seeing signs of oh they needed more training one mm. They seem like extremely talented young women, so no one's going to be perfect. And from what I've seen, some of them have come a long way, but you can still see there's polishing up, polishing that's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's that element, if that answers your question. Okay, so with that, firstly, I would like to say, I feel like, I don't know how long this show was on for. But for me personally, I feel like that's very cool. The show seemed like, for me, it seemed like it just started and now it's finished. So that's one thing. I think the approach of this show is weird. Because if you're trying to create a global girl group, and that's fine if you want to predominantly promote in Korea or whatever. I think the show, I'm not saying that it wasn't accessible, but it should have been more accessible internationally or more buzz should have been there should there should have been more buzz about it internationally i don't know what the buzz was like in korea or if people even cared about it in korea but i feel like it's one of those shows 
maybe on both sides, it kind of went under the radar. So that's one thing. Secondly, and this is like no disrespect to any of the members that have debuted, but they all look sim- one shade, similar shades. Where's where's even like a dark skin Asian person? Where's 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 the dark skin black person? You know, like. Hmm. And I think this is actually one of the criticisms that have come up, not just about feature but about some of these other like multicultural groups that are coming out they either are all a very similar shade or they have that like palatable k-pop look yeah and any sense yeah and it's like okay where's where's the the south asian representation like if we're if we're gonna do global let's let's do global let's do let's do it fully right so that's that whatever and then i don't know with what was i gonna say I don't know how to feel about again we spoke about debuting someone young and what that may do to them yeah I, I, I don't know like I feel like 13 12 13 is really young and I know there's gonna be people that will argue yeah but it's happened before and that's how we know it's young because we it's happened and we've seen the effects that it's had on certain idols and even certain idols that were a bit older I personally still feel like it's young. Like they feel like some girls' generation me- uh, members were saying this. Like some of them debuted what sixteen, seventeen, and they sometimes they feel trapped within that age. Like they they had to really I don't know what the word is. I don't like think- interfere with your development. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So they really had to go out their way to like, okay, what what doesn't what does an average twenty year old do? What does that mm. mean for me? Because they're just used to doing the same like they're used to people doing things for them from a certain age they can't relate to pe- other people that are not in that industry of the same age as them because they haven't gone through certain things so yeah as you said like it interferes with their development so there's that um i personally don't i i see where you're where this person's coming from in a sense of they feel weird i don't say that this person is their biased, but why do you feel weird? Because I don't know. I feel like a lot of people take the whole bias route a bit too far in a sense of they say, Oh, so-and-so is my bias, but they're like kind of viewed this said person as a pseudo pseudo like girlfriend or pseudo boyfriend. Mm, yeah. Which is wrong. Whereas a bias could, a bias should be just like, you know what? This is just my favorite member. Like I just, of all the others, I prefer you. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I don't know what the original meaning of the word would have been, like, when it was, I don't know, used in Korea. But obviously, like you just said, when people kind of think of bias now, it's kind of, like, adjacent to, oh, the member I have romantic interest in or I'm attracted yeah. to. So I, I guess that's why it can be perceived as problematic. Yeah. Did you Have you heard their song, Shay? I, I have. So... I think just answering this entire unpopular opinion. Yeah. Do I think that their debut is rushed? Perhaps. I think it's also important to acknowledge. I could be wrong, but I think there's been at least a 12 month period from what was filmed for the end of the show and their debut. Oh. So I think there has actually been like time in between. I I think that many groups have had imperfect debuts and sometimes that's a characteristic that we can appreciate as fans like 
they didn't debut looking like a brand new iPhone. Like there are areas where we can see growth and it plays into their whole character and group development over time. Mm. And it makes them also feel a bit more human. So I don't think that's terrible. But if you are on a show that is promoting this idea that they're going to be put through the K-pop system and polished and X, Y, and Z, then that might come out that way. <laughs> exactly. Um, which can be some, which can be a bit disappointing. I know there's also some discourse in Discord in terms of um, who the final members of the group were, because some people aren't actually too happy with the final lineup, and there were other members oh, okay. that. And that that always happens with a show. There's always going to be people that would prefer mm. other people, but there have been things like favoritism. I think one of the members in particular, I think her name is what's her name. I think her name's like Kendall or something. I think she's getting a lot of hate online because I think people are saying that JYP was showing a lot of favoritism towards her and perhaps picked her over some of the quote-unquote more deserving um, people that Mm. were on the show. Yeah, I've seen a few different things. Like, once again, I haven't looked into them in depth, but it's been on my feed to some extent because I've also seen some people say things like telling people to stop bringing up the previous members that were also um, like training for a position during the show. Mm. But I think realistically for just observers looking in, this has all happened in the space of like two to three weeks. So people aren't just going to forget about their favorite member that was on a show (laughs) because the final lineup has debuted. I think that's something that we can all understand and acknowledge Uh, about the age thing. I'm a bit uncomfy with someone debuting that young. One, the points that you've already brought up about the interference with someone's development. She is incredibly talented from what I've seen, but we have seen the negative effects of people debuting so young, be that the physical effects, the emotional and psychological effects, the social effects in, in terms of how they can relate interpersonally and socialize and move about in the world. So I hope that they're doing their part to really safeguard her and give her as normal an experience as possible Mm. and I saw like some unusual comments where someone was like oh like I'm a bit upset like she's debuted so young and someone was like oh like but she's gonna be like 14 in November oh wow and like (laughs) oh 14 (laughs) like okay um so that's that in terms of their debut I think they released a few songs but the one that they they seem to be performing at like Music Bank and whatnot, um, I think it feels age appropriate. Yeah, it's quite light, bubbly, friendly. I mean this in the most respectful way possible. As someone who grew up as an avid Barbie fan, it feels like a Barbie movie song. Okay, like it, any anyone that grew up as Barbie fans, like I feel like this song would fit into like I don't know, like Barbie Charm School. <laughs> it's very light, bubbly, pretty which I think is appropriate because mm. they are very young. Yeah. Yeah, I and I haven't listened to the entire song. I think I've heard like the Well, I went to go watch the the video, the, the music video. I do like as you said it's age appropriate age appropriate um in the video that I feel like they highlight the different talents that they have. So you had one member, she can play the guitar for she may not be able to play the guitar, but this is what I'm grasping ah, for me. yes, I've seen um, that clip, yeah. I think there's someone that does ballet. I think the youngest was dancing. I think there was someone else. I don't know if it was the same person. Cause I, I can't really remember. Yeah, but basically they they highlighted the different talents that they have, which I think 
is a cool idea for me personally and maybe just because I'm I'm an auntie um and I'm probably not the demographic for for them which is fine I don't remember the song I couldn't to harm you any part of it okay and I listened to it today so there's that but yeah I don't know I just feel like again nothing against the girls I feel like the whole premise of it of the show of the group doesn't slap because yeah I I, I don't know I just feel like it's it's missing it's missing something I yeah I I think, and, and once again, our our opinion wouldn't be f- fully informed because I've only seen a bit of the show and you've pretty much been informed through me or through TikTok <laughs> to some extent. So maybe there's more that we're missing, but I just feel like it felt very like fast-tracked because even what went through my mind is like, imagine having been like a trainee or another upcoming group during this period and they've like already got their music bank spot and like all this mm. other stuff and it happens but yeah I don't know I get you can tell a lot has been put into it because I think they were already on like oh I I might be wrong but I feel like I think I saw them on like billboards TikTok or something so there's enough behind it I feel like they could have just gone about it a bit slower like mm. after the show I think they might have shown like some of the training process during whilst they were on the show, but I think it would have maybe a bonus episode of seeing some of the girls train at JYP, like at JYP in Korea and seeing that. I feel like it was just show selection. Although there's been a year gap, no one is feeling that time. And then you're just seeing them debut. Mm. But yeah, you know, as I said, it's just a debut. They have time to grow and we get to see more of them so i guess yeah. what i'm saying is people shouldn't be too harsh exactly yeah that's that um and now as we come towards the end of the episode it's time for on the radar where me and shanice will let you know if there's anything on our radar if there's anything that we're listening to watching or anything that we want to put you guys onto so shanice what's on your radar nothing <laughs> <laughs> no nothing has really grabbed me this week if I'm being honest I just think it's hilarious not, it was not what well, was funny to me the whole back and forth between Blackpink reports and YG going no 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 we're still talking about it actually so yeah but other than that there's nothing nothing on my radar cool I don't even know what's on my radar I think there's a new drama that's either just come out or is coming out it's called like something sparkling um, and it seems like an interesting story I watched like a TikTok summary or someone explaining what it's about. I think it's to do with like these brothers. One is hearing, and I think the rest, um, like his brother and the rest of his family, are deaf. So I mm. think it's about like their journey and stuff, which seems interesting. Mm. So yeah, guys, so that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to How You At You. Yes, and remember that you guys can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, or requests. You can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you, or you can send them to us via email, which is hallyout at gmail.com. Yes, I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me at The K-Way on my platforms yes and until next time we will holla at you bye, bye.